going on, Geeks? You're listening to episode 254 of the Geeks Under Grace podcast. My name's Cody Armour. I'm here with Shelly Nolan. Hello. And LJ Lowry. What up? And this week, we're geeking out about more digital presentations, the Avatar, and some TV news we found to be Paramount. It's, oh. it's about Paramount Plus. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> uh, before we do that, a couple things. First of all, literally in two days from when this released, and if you're not listening to this on release day, uh, then you're probably late. And it's probably already happening. Pledge Drive, 5 o'clock Pacific Standard Time. Yeah. On Friday, March 5th. Yes. <laughs> think about it. <laughs> uh, come hang out with us. We're going to be playing video games. Um, you know, you don't have to give to watch. It's completely free. Um, we'd love just for you to come chill and, you know, share it around. That's the biggest thing you can do is, like, the more people share uh, what we're doing uh, and why we're doing it, the, the bigger that event kind of becomes mm-hmm. um so that that means a ton to us if you can you can share it obviously if you can mm-hmm. give that would be great um but and there the will be giveaways eyes, the yeah the giveaways there'll be video games uh there'll be caffeine i'm sure oh yeah it's gonna be a fun time um yeah we can get into that was it <laughs> we can get into the podcast now uh what games have you guys been playing lj um i beat ratchet and clank this week oh nice yeah uh the ps4 version uh i i liked like i've always loved the the weapons in those games and that i thought you said the peaceful version and i was like that game is not peaceful what (laughs) Oh. You said PS4 version. I thought you said oh, peaceful. Oh, okay. Uh, <laughs> yeah, no, the game's pure chaos. Um, <laughs> I liked it for the most part. Uh, I feel like the end dragged on too long. There was especially this like awkward stealth mission like at the end, or it wasn't really a stealth mission. It kind of was, but it was just it was an awkward mechanic that I'm like, okay, we haven't done this the whole game, and now we're doing oh, this kind yeah. of thing. Um, the, the weapons are great. I love Mr. Zircon. I love his commentary. Um, <laughs> I love the disco grenade. Uh, it's it's pretty yeah. great. Yeah. Yeah. Um, the only context I've had for these games is uh, I think I had one called... Uh, it, on, it was on PSP. It's called Size Matters. And there was... These games were very, like... Had these weird, punny, like... Kind of, like, vulgar, like, straddling the line, uh, like titles yeah uh, which was even more awkward. like straddling the line could have been a title of one of those games <laughs> yeah 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 yeah. Oh my gosh, <laughs> Our, yeah one of them was uh, up your arsenal yeah <laughs> uh yeah so they're oddly like sexual um but yeah th- this game is actually going to be free in well it's march now i think at some point this month they're gonna make it free playstation mm-hmm. is doing this new like play at home kind of initiative they did last year last year they gave us uncharted collection and journey totally free you don't need a ps plus account um that's cool so they're giving this and i'll say too i think the direction of this game was a little bit removed from the up your arsenal era of ratchet and clank i mean the humor wasn't really it was a little more kid oriented yeah well because it was Um, for the movie they did yeah movie and the next one is rift apart um, which isn't like super uh yeah innuendo-y yeah, so, um, like, the movie was was alright, but, like, this game is, 
uh, it, I, I definitely recommend it, especially for free. Like you can't beat the price of free. So that's, better than a um, movie. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, I liked it. It was just one of those things where it's like, I didn't get into it enough to where like I played it when it came out for a bit and like, mm-hmm. I don't finish games very often. Uh, I mean, I finish them, but <laughs> this is one of those ones that easily got pushed to the side when something new came out. Um, so yeah, I was I was glad to finish it because we're still doing backlog golf. Cool. Yeah, and then uh, real quick, the other one I don't have much to say about it um, since I got it today, but I've jumped on the hype train and I got Valheim. Ooh, nice. I want to play it. It looks cool. It's it's weird because it's like low res, but it also looks beautiful. Like I mm-hmm. um, I already like took some photos in it because I found out a shortcut to remove the HUD. Uh, so I was like, oh yeah. I'm like that's a bit another incentive for me to play this. <laughs> uh, I got it to play with a few friends uh, because I normally don't like survival games by myself. Uh, I stress out all the time because you're dying of hunger and thirst and all these other things all the time. With Valheim, you're not dying of hunger or thirst or getting dysentery every five minutes. Uh, I think the the cold is what you need to like watch out for. I think it like it lowers your stamina and it keeps you from like performing like at your at maximum like speed or level um mm-hmm. the food thing is cool because you can eat like you can eat three items at once you can eat like a like a cooked item like a berry and it's like they're like they want you to mix like three f- food items so that way like it increases your health and stuff and like makes you stronger for like a certain amount of time which is cool so it's it's all this stuff that like it's not really trying to hurt you like what the, the stuff in, that's trying to hurt you in the game are these enemies that you end up having to go fight and there's these bosses throughout the world that you need to beat to like finish the game basically and um like to me i think it's really cool because it's it has those survival elements that are very light but it also it's also it also also has an emphasis on combat which i think is cool so mm-hmm. uh, i'm looking forward to playing more nice yeah oh and i named my world because you can name your world like you can in minecraft mm-hmm. I, na- I named it gugheim <laughs> <laughs> Good <hand. laughs> That's good. Awesome. Yeah. That's awesome. Cool. What about you, Shelly? Uh, well, you mentioned Minecraft. I've actually been playing a lot of Minecraft. Nice. Still. Cool. Yeah, I've been still playing on this realm with some of uh, my husband's friends, and that's just been really... It's really, really fun. I don't know. Like, playing with a realm is just way more fun than playing with just one or two other people um, hmm. or, or by yourself. Like, I hate playing it by myself. Yeah. Um, and I was exploring a big mine shaft I found the other day, and like that's just what I like to do. I'm not huge yeah. into the mine shafts are my things. favorite part of that game. Mm. I yeah, I'm I'm way more into like exploring and collecting and um, that sort of thing. So yeah, I don't know. Minecraft has just it's just been it's been scratching that itch for me, I guess, <laughs> for that type of game. Um, I've also still been playing a lot of Beat Saber. Nice. Um, that's really fun. There's, uh, I was really proud of myself for actually, like, because the game is still fairly new. Like, our VR headset is still fairly new. Um, and most of the time, I usually just kind of go through one song. And whether I fail or or nail it or whatever, um, I like just I just like getting a bunch of songs. I'm like, oh, I want to see, like, all these maps. I want to see, like, you know, <laughs> what people make and stuff. But finally, I sat down. I'm like, okay, here's a song. I'm actually going to, like, do it. So, um there's a map for Bone Trussell from Undertale 
that is really fast. It's it's not necessarily hard, but it's really fast, and uh, you really actually have to like practice it and like slow it down to actually know what you're supposed to do. Oh. And I figure it's like a less than a minute song, so it'd be a good sort of way to get into like how you want to practice for that. And and then by the end of that, I was like, I'm able to get through it at full speed now, so that's really exciting. Whoa. Um, yeah, and I just I just love the creativity. Like I found uh, a poker wrap. Uh, map that is very very cool and it's crazy because like I usually associate like the faster a song is um, the harder it is that's usually true because you can't really see what's coming at you and right. so you have to go like think really fast and like swing your arms really fast but the poker rap one I found is like it's they play around with the walls a lot, and so they'll, like, have walls coming at you, and when, you know, the guys poke around, like, there's only 24 left! And, like, it'll literally say 24, and it's, like, coming at you, which is, like, so cool. But, like, what's, it's it's actually hard because it's, um, all the rhythm is, is you know, what the guy's Based rapping, the and he's... Yeah, yeah and, and it's, like, it's not very consistent, because usually once you can get mm-hmm. into a rhythm and you, like, understand the patterns of a song, yeah. it begins to be a lot easier. Even if it's a hard pattern, it'll come up two or three times in the song, and, like, you're like, oh, I know what this is, I could do this, and it feels yeah. really good. But this song, it's, like, just keeps getting mixed up, and I'm like, I don't know where it's gonna go next, and, like, <laughs> yeah. so... It's really cool. Um, I've just had so much fun with Beat Saber. And then, finally, I started playing Moss, oh, cool. um, also a VR game. I wasn't originally planning on playing it, but last week my Elgato decided to not work, which is just super annoying because it's like, what? Why is my computer just one by one, thing by thing, decided to stop oh, working? No. But I'm really hoping <laughs> I could get to work this week because I really want mm-hmm. to be able to have that option for streaming for the pledge drive. Yeah. Um, yeah. And, you know, it's not the worst thing in the world if it doesn't but like i don't really want to buy another that's just a lot of work um <laughs> but so i wasn't able to stream hades and it was like okay maybe we should try a vr game instead which is why i started playing moss and oh my gosh it's so good it's it's beautiful um if you aren't aware it's about um i say it's about you are like this spirit. It's like crazy because it's like a platformer game, but you're like a third person, but you're in the game. So you're like, you control this little character named Quill, and she's this little mouse who has a sword. Um, and you control her and like help her with like platforming. It's like a three D platformer, but like you're you're also there, and you can interact with the sort of areas you're in. There's things you could pull and push and twist. Oh wow! And like you can hold enemies, so it's easier for people <laughs> to attack them. That's cool. And sometimes you're gonna you have to like kind of move your head to peek around corners. Um, and it's cool because it's also a game you can play while seated. Um, so that's really fun because like Beat Saber is really fun, but you know when you're standing for so long and moving around for so long, you get really tired. So like it's easier to sort of play this game for a long amount of time. Um, but honestly, what's impressed me the most is just like like the environment and the the way they set up everything. Like it it's so beautiful. Like there's like a little town you go into, and it's just like there's tree stumps with little houses built into them, and you get little other mice NPCs like walking around, and I'm just like, this just looks beautiful. It's like an artwork, but like I can literally move around. It's like 3D, and it's like I'm in it, and it's cool. It's like I've never even read Redwall um, or consumed any like Redwall, you know, media, but I I see it and I think Redwall, like because yeah, I'm just where like, a lot of mice. That stuff it's a lot of is influenced by. It's very cool. So if you have VR, um, I highly recommend checking out Moss. It's very cool. 
So sweet. Anyway, that's mm-hmm. what I'm playing. I checked out the uh, triangle strategy. Oh yeah. Oh, the demo. Yeah. Nice. I really want to know what you think of a chili. I uh, need to try it as well. I've been meaning. I to. haven't tried it, but I would like to. It's on yeah. my list. I think that you'll give way better of a review of it. I just haven't played those games before. Um, and oh, so, like, like a final. You haven't played like a Final Fantasy, Fantasy Tactics, or a Fire Emblem, right. or. It's like I didn't enjoy it, but I just don't think that I will like. Mm-hmm. I don't think I'm gonna like that genre. Um, the problems that I had with it was the dialogue was way too long, and they kind of throw you in. So they, it throws you into the middle of the story. Yeah, I hear there's a lot of dialogue in that thing. And you're like chapter seven. You don't know what's going on, and there's this ton of dialogue. And then I got to the gameplay, and by the time I got to the gameplay, I was just kind of like, I don't really want to do this. <laughs> so I played uh, literally only one match, um, and I won uh, the combat. But I was like, all right, I, I'm done. Because it started, like, it went back into dialogue, and I was like, there's more to this demo? Like, nah. <laughs> um, so that's not to say, like, it, it's still beautiful. I love that art style and that uh, style of game. Uh, and I think that, you know, I, I would like to know, Shelly, who's a fan of that genre, mm-hmm. your thoughts on the game style and what you think of that place. Because I've never played it. I have nothing to compare it to. Um, right. Yeah. I, I've been meaning to check it out. Um, I I really want to know my husband's opinion because he loved Octopath Traveler and he obviously loves Fire Emblem as well. So, like, this oh, is yeah. really just a mix hmm. so it might of be the right two. Up One um, thing I thought was really cool was the terrain. So you mm-hmm. can literally, like... I didn't even see it when you get to explore your terrain before you fight. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I saw, like didn't even see that someone could go down p- under the bridge. Yeah. Uh, there's a bridge. Spoilers. <laughs> oh, my um, gosh, Cody. Yeah. Oh, no. <laughs> also, Man. you can go under the bridge. And I didn't know that. Uh, <laughs> so someone popped down there and I was like, what? I didn't even know you could do that. <laughs> uh, <laughs> and like, I should have been able to like see that. I just completely missed it. Um, so there, I, I did like that kind of exploration. Part of it is... Um, there were like different tiers to yeah to the level. You always you always want the high ground. I would mm-hmm. assume. Like, yeah, that's the that's what I thought when I saw the trailer. I was yeah, just like, well, because uh, I Final, have the high ground. Final Fantasy <laughs> Tactics games, those like Fire Emblem games started out very flat, but the Tactics games mm-hmm. always had this is- isometric look, and the map mm-hmm. was always set on blocks, kind of. So that way you you have a character hop up on one block, and they would have the high ground, and it would be able to give you advantage on like the stat roll and stuff yeah it's like even the bridge on the sides like would mm-hmm. pop up a couple blocks yeah and so you could get up on top of the side of the bridge to be above yep. somebody um and there were a few where like the attacks if you were higher up it would do more damage type mm-hmm. thing. yeah um so i don't know it it's cool it's just i don't think for me um uh, which is unfortunate because i was really excited about it but mm. oh so gorgeous speaking of demos real quick i forgot i did play the Outriders demo on stream on on Friday, which oh, cool. my, my stream ran perfectly, which was awesome. Nice. Um, it's uh, that looter shooter that was published by Square Enix. And okay. Speaking of I'm Square not, Enix. Yeah, I'm not going to talk a ton about it since I already talked about what I was playing before, but it, I liked it a lot. There's all these different classes. feels very much like The Division, but like faster paced. Um, it's this weird apocalyptic planet thing. Uh, it's super cool. Uh, I, I liked it a lot. Um our archived footage should still be there when this goes up if anybody wants to check it out for themselves. Cool. Mm-hmm. Well, from there, we can get into the gaming news. Yeah. Uh, a lot going on. A lot of weird 
presentation things that are not E3 and to me yeah. feel like they're waiting for E3. Yeah, so not even that, just we were stacked on all fronts of news, I feel like, for like the last week and a half, and I'm just like, what's going on? Like, why did everybody <laughs> choose last week to do all this? Um, so the first one is State of Play. I mean, it's kind of these are kind of one of those things. It's like if you know if you're into these things, you probably watched it. But uh, the biggest thing there was Final Fantasy VII remake, which yes, it's already a thing that exists. Mm-hmm. Um, there's a few other smaller things like Kina Bridge of Spirits, with Spirits, which looks really good. They had this game called Sifu that looked up my alley. That um, was like a martial arts like movie style like third person action game. Um, <laughs> But the thing about Final Fantasy that was big was the Yuffie DLC, which even yeah. for fans, they're like, oh, she's not even like, you know, that that never, you never see that stuff in the main game, apparently. So it's like, it's a Kingdom Hearts character, isn't it? No. I've heard that it's when you're outside of Midgar, like you're, you're not in yes. Midgar anymore. Yeah. And, and, and yeah. And it's awkward because like, it's funny because it's like, they're supposed to be making part two, but there's this new episode. Um... It's also worth noting that this new episode is PS5 only because they also announced the PS5 upgrade for Final mm-hmm. Fantasy VII, which to me is cool because I know I haven't finished the game yet. It looks so pretty. Yeah, and it I'm just gonna so wait pretty. to finish it. Uh, like <laughs> yeah. that, that's kind of what I did with Ghost of Tsushima. I waited till till I could play that on PS5, and it, it seems like a perfect time for me to finish it. And it does have a photo mode. When they were going through all those enhancements, and I was like, come on, photo mode, come on, photo mode. And then they had it, I was like, yes! Um, <laughs> I was so excited, because, like, people have been, like... It's crazy, because the photo mode community, like, you you don't need uh, an actual photo mode in-game for people to take shots and stuff like that. So, uh, Sony recognized that people were still doing... or still taking really good shots of that, and so I guess they must have just uh, decided to put one in the game, finally. So, I think that's super cool. Um, the, uh, so, oh, and that also leads me to PlayStation Plus games got announced. One of them is Final Fantasy VII Remake on PS4 that you Mm -hmm. can get on PS Plus. But there's a caveat there. The PS Plus version does not give you the free upgrade for PS5 when it comes to PS5 this summer. Uh, so there's a lot of caveats with, with this news. Like a lot of it's really cool news, but there's a lot of weird caveats. Um, I'm yeah. so hyped though. And then, and then, uh, have both of you already beat it, right? Yeah. Yes. Okay. Cool. So yeah, I'm excited about this. I'll, I'll probably be talking more about it later this year. Uh, but it's also in June, and there's like still a bunch of stuff in June. I think that and Ratchet and Clank come out like the same week. Ooh. Like <laughs> Ratchet and Clank. Yeah. Uh. Yeah. So State of Play was all right. In my mind, it was. A little bit more interesting than Nintendo's. I mean, just because Nintendo's was kind of weird. Um, Deathloop is still like my highlight of of that. They had like a James Bond theme song going on for that game and everything. It was pretty dope. Uh, and then the next one is, I think, the most interesting out of all these digital presentations, and that is the Pokemon Direct thingy. Yep. Oh yeah. Yeah. Um, with that, they announced, uh, Brilliant Diamond and Shining Pearl, uh, which... Finally! Finally! <laughs> I think people were waiting on those for a while, right? Yes! Mm-hmm. So, literally, if you don't know about this, um, I don't remember when it started. It started 
a while ago at this point. Um, but there's a live stream that's constantly going on called, uh, I think, Fur It Takes a Walk until the Diamond and Pearl remakes are released. <laughs> and I don't remember when it started, but it started like way before when these were announced. Um, so definitely check that out because at this point there is now a definite end. I, I think it started they... like last year, actually. Oh, okay. Because I was going to say it had to have happened after, um, Omega Ruby and Alpha Sapphire, like those remakes. Oh, for sure. Like yes. It's, that's when I people think were it started sometime this last year. Yeah, yeah. But, um, yeah, it's, I'm, I'm hype. A lot of people somehow are just like, yeah, this is exactly what I wanted. No, no, it looks ugly. It does like, kind of, uh, uh... <laughs> yeah. I'm looking for this furret thing. Um, yeah, so I mean, <laughs> that's cool. I, I, more remakes are cool. I, and I think that's good probably to go back to the roots a bit because there's a lot of people that were obviously yeah. not happy with the newest one. Exactly. Um, it's like, and you can never make Pokemon fans happy. I don't think you can because... make any, any yeah, fans happy. Any fans. <laughs> I feel like there's there's just maybe just more Pokemon fans than there yeah. are in other fandoms. And it's, I swear, it's just like, that was like the first thing I saw. was like, so many people were like, please send out remakes, please send out mm. remakes, please send out remakes. And like the first mm-hmm. thing I see after the cinema remakes were, man, it looks so ugly. I can't believe you butchered it. And I'm like, <laughs> this is literally what you want. I just and don't know like, what yeah. other people would have it's expected. Like, half yeah. people were like, you know, oh, I would have hated it if it was like a Lesko style. Another mm-hmm. half of people like I wish it was a Let's Go style. Some people say say like, oh well, this is at least better than, like. I'm glad it's at least not they Let's committed to a chibi style instead of like halfway like they did in Omega Ruby and Apple yeah. Sapphire. A lot of people are like, no, it was way better than. So it's literally just disagreements. But nobody can be happy. Um, no one can be happy. <clears throat> yeah, and then I think it was cool. So they did. They did talk about more Pokemon Snap stuff, which looks dope. Uh, that one yeah, does look gorgeous. Like no matter your opinion on anything else, yeah. like new Pokemon Snap looks very beautiful. Yes, I'm perfect time for LJ too, because you've really yeah. gotten tired yes, of this last that year. That literally, I made the joke in gaming chat. Like that game is photo mode. The game. Yeah. Just, yeah. <laughs> did you ever play the original LJ? Oh, I love the original. Okay. Um, I loved how you can. You can do all those things for like secret secret shots and like get yeah. Pokemon to do all those things. Like, yeah, I loved that game as a kid. I played fun. it again on the Wii, maybe the Wii U. Yeah, probably the Wii U. Yeah, um, on the Virtual Console, and I made Tia really mad. My wife, for those who don't know, really angry because I bought it for like fifteen bucks mm-hmm. and I beat it in a day. <laughs> oh well, yeah. So the thing about that game was you had to replay it because. Then you would get go back and get all the secret shots and do all the secret stuff. I like unlocked it in a day, like everything. Wow! Like I'm, got Mew at the end. But you had the memory that you had that like you know, I'm sure like it, the nostalgia. Oh yeah, just hit you everything you snapped back by hitting all like the secrets train. as soon as I saw them. Yeah. Uh, so I'm I'm excited. Like I'm excited. I remember running through that game so many times. I'm hoping this game is longer than that. I'm sure it will. I, be. It will. Mm-hmm. Yeah. A lot of new Pokemon. Right. A lot uh, of new secrets. New yep. things you can do. The luminous thing seems cool. Yeah. Yeah. That's fun. Mm-hmm. I'm excited. Yeah. Um, and then the final piece of news, I think, is... I don't... I, I gotta know if there was people unhappy about this, because I don't... Well, I guess. But it's basically Breath of the Wild Pokemon. But that's the Pokemon Legends Arceus. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And 
So out of left field. Yeah, and I think this is what <laughs> a lot of people really want, like especially yeah. like people like me who mm-hmm. like don't really get into like the RPG stuff. Mm-hmm. Like yeah. to me, this is the perfect like role playing Pokemon game because you're actually out there in the wild catching Pokemon in this third person open world. Uh, I saw that you utilize Pokemon to do various things as well. Like, yeah. to me, this just seems like, I mean, it, it does look very early. I think it comes, like, the footage they showed look, looks like it needs work, but I think this is coming out, like, next year at some point. Yeah. Did you, I'm trying to remember from seeing it, the combat, were you combating Pokemon, or was it, like, because the guy was ducking and diving and rolling around, and I was like, whoa. Well, so you don't, it's not like you had to, like, actually, like, fight with the pokemon to even catch one it seemed like you know, right the idea kinda, like, was through like, the balls yeah in so, hiding yeah so i think that's cool um it almost reminds me of the beginning of detective pikachu except it went a lot better um than that scene <laughs> did um but yeah like to me this is like this should be every pokemon's fan every pokemon fan's dream mm-hmm. in my and i think a lot of people are very impressed and i think I think overall, this whole Pokemon thing, like, I didn't watch it because I think I was going to work at the time. And uh, to me, overall, like, besides some of the naysayers, it seems like this this was easily, like, one of the most positive, like, Pokemon, like, direct mm-hmm. things in a long time. Cause, yeah. Because people were very upset when Pokemon Unite got announced. <laughs> like, what is this? Nobody wants this. Yeah, and then, man, I remember that. Yeah, and then... I don't remember uh, what that is. That's the MOBA from the Arena of Valor Tencent. people. Oh yeah, yeah. Which I, I I'll still give it a try, but I just think this is such a 180 from. I haven't heard anything since then hey, about that. Y'all game. remember Pokemon Sleep? Oh yes, that was part yeah. of that too. They they said it was going to be out in 2020. Have you heard anything from it? No, no. they got real quiet about all that. It, it got slept yeah. on. They're like that announcement. <laughs> the like, that right. announcement didn't happen. They hit the snooze button. I will say yeah. that like. <laughs> As cool as his Legends thing is, yeah. I think, uh, is it Sword and Shield was the newest ones? Yes. Yeah. Um, I think that's kind of what, what people wanted those to be, is like role-playing still, or yes. turn-based still. Oh, totally. Absolutely. But open world in the sense yeah. of like you can literally go anywhere. Like, I feel like, like the wild sections are, are honestly like the prototype of that, and I think that was a step in the dir- in the right direction. But this No, I totally agree. Like, because for me, it's like... The most exciting part of this isn't even so much about what this game will turn out to be. It's more like, you know, the they definitely were too. Yeah, they were definitely playing with the idea in Sword and Shield and obviously didn't go very far into it because of just the rest of the game and how it goes. And so I think it was like so smart for them to release the remakes mm-hmm. for Diamond and Pearl, have them be very faithful to the original art down to like the art style essentially like yeah. it looks like people have said oh it looks like you're playing on a mobile game well it, they're trying to mimic the three the the original ds look yeah um right. and i can so i, I can kind of commend them for that i guess mm-hmm. um they're but I think still it's experimenting super... while giving fans what they want exactly mm-hmm. like i think that's so smart because they're just like Here's this thing that you're very familiar with that you've asked for for so long, mm-hmm. but we also want to try something new. We're giving you both options, and yeah. they're both taking place in Sinnoh, and they're both like, yeah, I, I think cool that's so smart. And it's like clearly they are interested in branching out and doing these other things, or else they wouldn't be investing time in it at all. So it's like, it just makes you wonder, like, what's the future? of legends like if this game does well even if it's not a perfect game if they can even just get enough feedback from this game that'll be out next year 
that they can make something even better on top of that. Like this is just Sinnoh. We know that Kanto franchise. Yeah, we know that Kanto is their baby. So Mm. what I'm thinking is like they're they're experimenting really hard. They're they're gonna release this game and like yeah, it may not be perfect, but the concepts are there that they can then like sort of experiment with and 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 make another legends like a legends mew or a mm-hmm. legends you know something else like that it doesn't have to end Old here canto that would be so cool yeah or like maybe they can explore johto and like the creation of entei and raikou and suicune like, like that was a mm-hmm. thing that happened like they burned in the tower mm-hmm. and like people were probably around back then like that would be a super cool thing to explore yeah so yeah. i i'm hype i'm hype about it i think it's yeah. very cool yeah, uh, yeah, it's 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 exciting for sure. And they're Cinemar they're Island they're using volcano. Mm-hmm. They're doing um different starters starters from different regions. That's yes. so smart. I love that where it's like Cynical, Rowlet, and Oshawott. I'm just like, man, you would never yeah. think these ones together, but they're they're trying <laughs> to give them some love, which I appreciate, especially Cyndaquil. I'm like, poor Cyndaquil always gets the short end of the stick. I feel <laughs> like with all the fire type starters, yeah, Cyndaquil is always forgotten about when it comes to the actual Pokemon <laughs> company. So I'm like really mm-hmm. happy they're throwing Cyndaquil in there. Yeah, um, that is cool. Yeah, yeah, I'm a cool game. Very excited about it. <clears throat> all right, what was it? A cool game, LJ? Oh. Um, yeah, so this last piece of news, I, I, I initially wasn't going to put it, but um, it's kind of a follow-up to a few weeks ago. Uh, yeah. So Anthem Next was initially like in discussion for, uh, about like whether they're going to keep it going or not. Uh, news came out this week that they are going to end it. So it's Anthem Done in, instead of Anthem Next. Yeah, EA looked uh, at Anthem and went, Next! Yeah. <laughs> oh, that was great. Uh, yeah, so thank you. Thank you. <laughs> uh, so yeah, that um, that also leads to, I guess, in light of this situation, news came out a while after that because of Anthem's failure, uh, Dragon Age Four was originally going to be a multiplayer game. I, I repeat, going to be a multiplayer game. <laughs> And then they decided... Shelly's eye is literally twitching right now. <laughs> yeah. And so then they decided, well, let's make it a single-player game again. I'm like, uh, you should have done that in the first place. Yeah, man. I'm like, I I guess I'm glad to hear it's going to be a single-player game, mm-hmm. but it terrifies the heck out of me. What that would have looked like? That would have... What that looked like. The fact that they toyed with the idea the fact that yeah. they were committed to that idea at some point it was is gonna happen mind-blowing to me like yeah no you don't <laughs> to scrap a lot of the developments you're gonna have to wait even longer for that's fine yeah, yeah it's fine and it's like i was already a little bit worried about dragon age 4 with like um a lot mm-hmm. of the top people in bioware leaving and at this point yeah. I'm, I'm not sure if that was actually a good or bad decision because i think there's the same people who also you know help make some of the bad games yeah but um now, now I'm just even more worried because I'm like, okay, how much do they actually respect and and want to, you know, mm. put time and effort into Dragon Age? How much do they actually, you know, do they know their audience? Right. <laughs> right. Clearly, they didn't. If they didn't, th- if they thought multiplayer was yeah. like a good option for the, yeah. an actual game experience and not like the the classic single player, your yeah. decisions matter. You, you know, whatever. Like every Dragon Age has yeah. been. <laughs> And it's large in part uh, for a lot of it. A lot of the situation was large in part to EA, 
Um, yeah. I've actually been seeing a lot of cool news articles this week about, like, ever since this situation. Uh, they've had a rep that's come out from EA say, um, I guess they've decided that they're going to start putting the uh, their, the fate of the franchises uh, in the developers' hands now instead of, like, being so controlling, which yeah. I think is super exciting. I, I, I guess they kind of yeah. started that with Battlefront, but then... Um, I saw, like, with Apex, or with uh, Respawn, they decided that um, that uh, they were going to put, like, if Respawn wants to do a Titanfall 3, they're going to leave that up to them. If they want to keep working on Apex, they could do that, too. Um, I saw that they are actually pulling, delaying the next Need for Speed game because that developer is going to go help with the new Battlefield. So there's so much, I guess, really cool news about, like, hopefully, I think EA is trying to make a huge turnaround and i think this is just the start of that i i did see that and that did instill some hope in me Mm -hmm. where i'm like okay maybe you're realizing you make bad decisions yeah not that people who (laughs) actually work on the games should like work on the games yeah Mm -hmm. what a concept yeah execs bad what a concept (laughs) (laughs) yeah and and i I think uh hopefully we'll see some more cool stuff out of this but totally we almost got an awkward games of service dragon age game it's just mind-boggling to me. Yeah, but at the same time, it's like I think about the few tiny little teasers and trailers that they put out. They're so vague that we yeah, had no idea to- they, that it was going to. They be totally like- could have just like put this out and be like, "Yeah, this is a game of service, like multiplayer style." They they could have because they weren't they weren't talking about the story in yeah. any of those. Mm-mm. So yeah. like, hmm, maybe. Maybe they'll actually talk about the story this time. Dude, just a freaking imagine. Imagine you're into Venter <laughs> and everyone is part of the like ex Inquisition or everyone's part of this maybe this new group and they're all against like this, you know, the, It'd be the something big, like the Grey Wardens. The or big bad, yeah, or yeah. like maybe you get to choose like, oh you're a Grey Warden, that's your class, or like your mage and like right. you get very small <laughs> yeah, little bits of your of background. Factions. You get to work together with other people and like take on missions at Deventer, or take out a magister. Man, that would suck. And then you all like fight up against <laughs> <laughs> I mean in concept big it sound, bad. in concept it actually does sound cool, but no knowing what For, happened um, Yeah. Knowing what happened, it would have been so poor compared to like the other games. Yeah, it just I mm-hmm. I yeah, that's all I have to say about that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah, that's why I included this news. Not playing the games. Like, I'm very confused at what just happened, but I'll take your word for it. <laughs> <laughs> Having played um, all of them to some degree, I understand what she was just saying there. Uh, Good. Cause, yeah, because there's all these, like, factions and stuff. There's, like, a lot of, definitely a lot of political stuff going on. and like the It's one of those things where, like, factions and stuff. they could do something like that. Like, uh, honestly, mm-hmm. a Dragon Age MMORPG would not be a bad idea. But that should not be Dragon Age 4. That should yeah. be something separate. That should be yeah. something entirely different. Maybe a different timeline. You know, something that takes place in, like, <laughs> Ferelden or something. Like, honestly, that could be a cool idea. But don't do not do that for our next mainline game. <laughs> yeah. You can't just leave us on the cliffhanger that you left us in Inquisition and then be like, oh, yeah, now it's a multiplayer. I just, oh, my gosh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah okay Man. we can move on now but yeah i had to throw that in there 
<laughs> I knew this was close to home, so. Yeah. Um, <laughs> it's funny because LJ before the podcast was angry. like, I need to put this news story in so I can hear Shelly rant. Yeah. <laughs> I was going to rant one of these. Uh, I fully He got what he wanted. Yeah. <laughs> cool. cool. <laughs> well, we can get into the movies then. Uh, LJ, you watched probably the most relevant movie. It just came out. Yeah, I really wanted to watch Maleficent. But uh-huh. I was like, I don't oh know yeah, why. you guys had homework. I was supposed to watch. Oh, it. I'm, I'm gonna watch sorry. it this week. Um, okay. But I, I had I watched Tom and Jerry because I'm like I have HBO Max. I'm not gonna pay to see this movie in theaters. Um, yeah. So, uh, in short, I guess like I like the animation moments, like the actual. It's you know like the, the actual interactions between the animated characters. The mm-hmm. story itself is so like throwaway, like Disney Channel kind of a thing. Okay. Um, what I thought was even weirder is like this the main character I think she's played by like Chloe Grace Moretz whatever um, mm-hmm. but she at the beginning like it's this thing where it's like she basically does like identity theft technically to get this job at this hotel and it's like I don't understand like I fell asleep through some of it I think and I don't think <laughs> they never give a reason why like where like cause she gets fired from one job and then she's like oh well I need another job and then there's this whole situation about how she gets the job at this hotel, which the trailers didn't even like tell you anything about the story. You just knew that they were these characters in it and yeah, that's these crazy. actors. Uh, the, my favorite part is the intro of these rapping like pigeons in the intro song. <laughs> it's like my favorite part. That made me laugh so much. <laughs> um, Tom and Jerry are, are great too. Like the, the animated parts, I think are worth seeing, uh, but the rest of the story is just. Nah, it's not worth it. Like, okay, that's too bad. Mm. Uh, I watched Little Things. Yes, LJ, you'd actually watched a couple years. Did you read my review? No, (laughs) I did did a movie review on the Little Things that got published last week. Oh, cool. So if you want to go read it, okay, without saying anything, put me on the spot there. Don't 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 pull it. Don't pull an LJ. Um, what do you think of it? (laughs) Without spoilers. Oh, yeah. Um, I think it was pretty good. I One of the things that I thought was really interesting is it takes place in the 90s. Yes. And so I kind of looked into it a little bit, and it was actually written in the 90s. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. So it was written around 1993, and it makes sense of, like, a lot of stuff that happens in the movie wouldn't work in modern day because of the technology that we have now. Yeah. Um, it's, it's interesting. So the idea of it... Uh, for those wondering, is that there are two cops trying to uh, figure out a case together. Um, the trailers and... basically tell you who's who. Like they give you a pretty good idea already, too. Yeah. Uh, and so then it just like it doesn't end the way that you. Uh, it, it kind of flips that idea of like a yes. cop story on its head. Um, you know, you're trying to figure out what's going on. Mm-hmm. Uh, it takes that whole kind of idea and flips it flips the script a little bit. Yeah. Um, and that doesn't give anything away. It's very creative. And I don't know if it would have done as well in the 90s because of that. I think it would have been kind of weird. Well, uh, I've heard the movie it gets compared to is Seven, which is another serial killer kind of like story. Okay. Well, apparently it's got a similar ending to that, which I've never seen that movie, so I feel like I should now. Yeah. Uh, I, I enjoyed it. Like, it didn't feel overly... You know, like, I think of, like, Captain Marvel, and you have yeah. a blockbuster and all this stuff that's, like, very clearly 90s. Yeah. Um, this almost felt like it could have been filmed in the 90s. 
Uh, and then I mean, you get like payphones and stuff like that, and like you know, yeah. it's not really like they're not hitting you over the head of like what era this is in. And just like the way it's acted and stuff, yeah. just feels very like mm-hmm. it, it had kind of a nostalgic feel to me. Yeah. Um, obviously, great cast. I can't remember. He plays Freddie Mercury. Uh, Rami Malik. Um, he plays in Mr. Robot as well. Yeah, and then um, Jared Leto, uh-huh. and of course. Denzel Washington is absolutely amazing, as always. Yeah. Uh, poor. He's getting so old, it makes me so yeah. sad. Um, Denzel Washington, you can't get old, man. <laughs> I, I will say this. People do not like that ending. Um, and people, no, really. And people do not like the pacing, uh, as far as okay. like how like like how fast it moves. Because it's a pretty yeah. slow movie. But I feel like it's one of those things where I wrestled with it like the, like for like a, a good two weeks before I wrote that review. Uh-huh. And it was one of those things where it's like talking about it and like talking to other people, uh, talking to other people like who watched it helped me like appreciate it more. Yeah, but I think I gave it like a six or something because like I feel like as a movie, it, it most people are either not going to like it or they are. So I kind of put it in the middle. But like the more I like thought about it and the more I analyzed it, the more I actually like appreciated it. Yeah, okay, I see that. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, yeah. I guess that's one nice thing is I never like. I don't really like read a lot of reviews or anything mm-hmm. um, before going on the podcast. So I, you get very honest opinions. Like Sword Art Online is good. And, uh... <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um... <laughs> yeah. But I had I had looked up some reviews like beforehand because originally I wasn't going to write the review. Uh, Tyrone was going to write the review, and then he moved on to another thing that was like more. It was more of like a oh yeah, our audience will probably like this other thing more. So I was like, hey, I watched that movie. I'll write a review for it. Um, yeah. and so uh, it was really fun to write that review because it's not like an overtly like super geeky like type of like franchise or anything so it was a very fun exercise yeah mm. Jared Leto surprises me anytime I see him in a movie Ooh, like that dude just gives me the ch- anytime that dude pops up in that movie he just gives you tingles in your spine it's just like Ugh. yeah there's creeps out out there like that in real life and that's what like, scares me he plays very differently than he does as the Joker. Mm-hmm. Um, the Joker plays very differently than he does in uh, Blade Runner. Yeah. Um, it's just, and those are like the only few movies that I've really seen him in. But yeah. um, he's able to do creepy in multiple different ways. It's kind of crazy. <laughs> yeah. Um, <laughs> and it's crazy because actor. they almost kind of like typecasted him in like Denzel kind of in a way. Yeah. Oh, yeah. definitely. Um. But anyways, we can move on. Yeah. I, I think it's interesting. It is rated R. There was nudity. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think all of the nude people are dead. Yeah, go, go check company. out my review. Not just to check out the review, but there's also a content, the content guide blog. in there. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Let's go. And kind of a clear picture of what's going on. That's cool. I'm uh, glad you watched that, though. I will say the beginning feels like kind of like a horror movie. Mm-hmm. Um, so if you don't like horror movie vibes, we were very on the edge of our seats for a bit. <laughs> it's like, very, Whoa. it's like almost like a modern like noir style film. Which it was, yeah, yeah. I was worried that it was going to be like a horror movie, <laughs> um, given the beginning. It's not like that kind of yeah. stops after after the scene. Mm-hmm. Cool. All right, we can get into the movie news then. Yeah, uh, we got a couple different exciting things. So yeah. actually, first off, I'm going to start with um, that. There's actually a Superman reboot happening. 
Yeah, that's confirmed. And uh, Tanahazi Coates has pretty much confirmed that he is involved, which is exciting because he. You say his name so gracefully. (laughs) Yeah. I mean, I had to write about him in college. Like, we talked about him a lot. Uh, One of my professors was a really big fan of just him in general as a person. Um, And the fact that he also did uh, writing for Black Panther and other stuff. So he's very, very cool. I was like, all right. Yeah. But so that's really cool and exciting. Um, I believe the producer is J.J. Abrams, so that's also really hype. Just because you know we all we we respect J.J. Abrams, I think enough. Um, And it's not necessarily confirmed that we're gonna have a black Superman, but it's very like everyone thinks it's gonna happen. Um, And Mm. so. A lot of people are like, oh, it's going to be Michael B. Jordan because he was sort of acting like, you know, oh, he's yeah. involved or like he wants to be Superman. He was interested which, like, in, yeah. That'd be cool. He would be, be my choice. I think yeah. he'd be great, honestly. Um, I think it'd be really cool. Um, Such a good actor. Yeah, honestly. I And like, no matter what happens, I think it's going to be, it's going to be an exciting reboot. It's going to probably feature a Superman I'm going to be more interested in, mm-hmm. um, just for one. Mm-hmm. I, just because I don't, I don't really care about Superman right now, to right. be honest. I don't really care about a lot of DC right now, though. Like, even Wonder Woman <laughs> turned bad, so that's yeah. not uh, cool. Yeah, I would say a few good. years ago, I don't think we would be ready for a black Superman, but especially after everything that happened, like, last year and stuff, I feel like our world, I think, is now ready for, for this kind of thing. So, I'm excited to see, like, what... I would hope so. <laughs> yeah, I mean, like, like <laughs> yeah. I, don't, I, I, I believe so, like... Um, large and like largely because of last year. Um, I'm in Arkansas. I have uh people that I know who are frustrated that whatever happened to the mermaid movie, the the mermaid whoever was cast as Ariel. Uh, what? Oh uh, shoot! Yeah. I remember that was a white. thing, and I don't remember what's like happened since. Like I feel like that yeah. movie's been silent. 2021 happened. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, <laughs> well, trust me. I mean, there's still 2020. There's yeah. still gonna be some very upset people for dumb reasons. Oh, yeah. Um. There are black Superman in the comics, uh, which is also yeah. really cool. Uh, so, like, I, yeah, I, I feel like, yeah, I feel like a few years ago, I don't think we would have been ready for this. But I'm excited to see, like, what this is going to be if, if this is happening. Yeah, totally. Yeah. Which, again, I don't think anything's confirmed yet, but right. um, I... This is the time, right? Like mm-hmm. it's gonna be Tanahasi Coates. It's gonna be like it's gonna be here now, right? Yeah, it's so, like they're and, getting ready for it. They are gearing up for it. So it's like, and again, DC needs something good. It's all please, yeah. Ah, yeah. yeah. Snyder cuts coming out in March. <laughs> I don't know if that's it gonna is be March. good though. And and it's March. just gonna be long. <laughs> in like two weeks, isn't it? Three weeks. I'm so excited. It's like two or three weeks. Four hours. Four hours oh, and two stupid. minutes. We have this and or a minute and Godzilla. Oh, that- that reminds me what I actually did this weekend. I forgot to mention it before oh. I talked about movie news. I watched, I, I did a watch entire watchathon of the Lord of the Rings movies. Oh, um, nice. Yeah, I made Lambus bread and everything. Uh, <laughs> it cool. was fun. Well, because a friend got the 4K version. Oh, cool. And um, we have a 4K TV. So we watched it and it was Make use beautiful. Of it. Like, oh, just a close up to the face. It's like you see every bead of sweat and you can just like all the little <laughs> traces of dirt it's crazy like it honestly is a game changer watching 4k um but yeah we started at like noon or 11 or something we ended or just before midnight i want to say because it was all the extended it was just all in a row great time it was really interesting how i feel like a year ago it would have been hard to sit through mm-hmm. but i feel like i've had a year of training 
I feel like I'm just, <laughs> it's like I'm just working from home. Like, that's kind of how it felt. Like, I'm just sitting on the couch and I'm just like, you know, doing my thing and watching a show. So, anyway. You said four hours and I, and I was reminded of that. Those <laughs> are editions you'll definitely want to watch. Snyder Cut, we don't quite know yet. We don't really know. I don't know how to feel about it. <laughs> but I'm excited. Yeah, I'm excited. You'll have to you'll have to see it, and you'll have to let us know. Yes, yeah, I'm gonna I would watch definitely it as see well, it, but it's gonna be a lot slower. I'm gonna watch yeah. it in like two parts. <laughs> I'm hoping to see it in theaters. I I hope it's a lot better than the original. I remember the original being just everyone was like, "This is yeah. trash." So. There has been news that's like it's anonymous, so you can't really know if it's true or not. Yeah, um, that anonymously, one of the execs hated the original Justice League. Yeah. And he said mm. nobody had the heart to say it's garbage. So, uh, maybe that's some hope for the Snyder Cut. They're <laughs> just like, hey, now you get to do it, and now we like it, we're supporting it. Yeah. I hope it's good. I genuinely do. I just don't have that much hope. <laughs> you know what I mean? I don't, I don't, I don't know. We're gonna, we're gonna move on. <laughs> yeah. Cool. Let's move on from this. Um, And we're gonna move on to uh, the trailer for Luca. So Luca is the next Pixar movie, um, Disney Pixar movie coming out. And um, a lot of people have sort of compared it to Call Call Me By Your Name. I think that's what it's called um, because it's about like two bros chilling in Italy over a summer. And everyone's like, they're definitely gay. (laughs) I don't really know if they are, but. (laughs) <laughs> that was the original that was the other movie that everyone compares it to uh it looks like i don't know why i think this but you, have you guys seen wallace and gromit you remember yes. like the old wallace and gromit. Yep. their yeah. teeth kind of look like wallace and gromit's a little bit yeah like kind of that art style yeah not all the characters some of the characters mm-hmm. i definitely got that vibe from this yeah, looks super not, like, fun like the vibes that this movie is giving off are just like it's I mean, like it so and it's like I want to talk about it, but I almost feel like there's a spoiler in the trailer. In the trailer, yeah. you know what I mean? Yeah, it's like is. it's it's an I and it pains me because I feel like this is just classic Pixar at this point. I feel like this is classic <laughs> Disney. I made that joke before the podcast when I was talking to Cody about it. I was like, I was waiting for the hook. There's the hook. There's the hook. They always have to have one, yeah. and I am honestly kind of tired of it. Like. Mm-hmm. I think Soul was done really well. I think they that sort of hook that they did there was like at least done in a pretty interesting way and it, it took it from a very like existential sort of look at life and like questioning like why are we here and like what's our purpose and what's our you know, that sort of thing. And I thought like the hook that they brought into that sort of helped it work. Mm-hmm. Right? That's the next movie on our list. Yeah. So <laughs> it, I I think that one best uh score I believe yeah. at the Golden Globes, oh, wow. so that's pretty hype. Um, but I don't know. I was watching this trailer and I was like interested until I saw the hook, and I'm like, I feel like like well, I don't know. Can't they just make a story that's interesting with just <laughs> characters? Do they have to throw something crazy Isn't in there? Weird. I love that's, that meme where yeah. it's like Pixar does like toys can talk and then monsters can talk and yeah. then, like emotions can talk or I, I forget how the meme goes, but I think yeah, I, I know the I'm meme. But this one, I I don't know, I just, I guess especially (laughs) regarding Soul, I just felt like we were past this. You know what I mean? I I felt like we (laughs) had already got to a point where we're like, if there's going to be a hook, it's going to be 
done in a really smart and not to say, I mean the movie isn't out yet maybe it is going to be done in a really smart maybe, maybe there's a lot more symbolism involved than I can think of right now but it just seems like oh but we there's this thing that's you know makes us different than the others mm-hmm. and we gotta watch out for that we can't have you know genuine human relationships because you know whatever and I'm like I don't know it's that's the thing it's like the same thing it was my same reaction um, with, uh, like, Ray and the Last Dragon, where it's, like, it looks super cool and super interesting up until I saw the dragon. Mm-hmm. And then I was like, I am no longer interested. Ooh, that I mean, comes I'm interested out on Friday still. on Disney+. Plus. Oh, shoot, Ooh. you're right. It's, like, um, gonna be... I wonder if it's gonna be... Uh, I wonder if they said it's gonna be, like, the $30 I'm thing. pretty sure it is. I think that's I feel like not, but I'm gonna double check. I hope not, because I really want to watch it. Um, I'm gonna like, I still don't want to back. watch it, and... Probably I'll still want to watch Luca too, but I guess I don't know. I, I guess I'm just a little disappointed. I'm like I thought we were past this. Like I don't know. That's all. That's all I have to say about it. <laughs> cool. Um, uh, but finally, our last uh, movie news is yeah, really hype. Um, and it kind of ties into movie and TV, but like it, as of right now, it's I know I didn't know where to put it. What yeah, I was doing but notes. This is just like, exciting for everything. A movie, technically. So, um, Michael and Brian, the creators of the original Avatar Last Airbender, have, you know, we already talked about how they ditched the Netflix show because they're, you know, created differences, and I commend them for bad. that. Not only did they just jump ship from Netflix, they created their own studio. There's now yeah. Avatar Studios, and it is literally a studio committed. That and dedicated to the Avatar world, characters, stories, lore, etc., etc., which is so, so exciting. exciting. It's definitely like you know they they released um, Avatar: Last Airbender and Legend of Korra onto Netflix, and like it's like everyone saw how popular it was and just like now nah, we gotta we gotta do more here, which is true. They, they it's like it it's we still it still feels like we've only scratched the surface with like sort of the lore within that world um, and the history, right? So they could do kind of whatever they want at this point. But the first thing that they are going to do, which is why this is in the movie news, um, is that they are going to make a fully feature animated film that will hopefully get put in theaters. Which is so cool. And like, honestly, they could probably make anything and I'll be happy. Like they could (laughs) make an animated movie version of one of the comics they've already put out. And like, I would would be cool watching that. Yeah, like the search is very popular. Yeah, the search, or even like you know stuff with Korra and Asami after Legend of Korra ends, like that'd be really cool too. Um, Or they could just totally separate themselves from like avatars we know, go way back, or just talk about like other characters that aren't the avatar in whatever time frame, because there's still really cool, interesting characters all throughout the world that you know aren't just the avatar. So, Mm -hmm. I I'm I'm big hype. I'm yeah. big hype for this. Like, and and That's this awesome. is a whole and giving studio. giving them like a movie budget is gonna be amazing. Yep. Yeah, like this isn't just no, this is no longer okay. We're trying out this new show that we haven't tried before. Oh, it's actually really popular. Let's go ahead and make it a full series. And it's not hey, we're just gonna give you one season greenlit at a time. Like this is literally all commitment. Like they know they can plan it from start to end. They can do like whatever they need to do, they have that creative freedom because they're not really tied down by anything. So mm-hmm. that's very exciting to me. Um, the one world that I'm not super worried about oversaturation yet. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> like, like, and I guess they, they still could get there like if they, if they oh, put yeah. out enough stuff, absolutely. But 
Uh, I think that they're going to be smart with it, and I think that there are still a lot of really cool stories that don't even necessarily need to focus on the Avatar or on bending in general. Like, they could just have really cool, genuine stories just within the world and its characters and the animals. Like, make a documentary about just the animals. I would watch that. <laughs> yeah, that'd be awesome. <laughs> <Man>. A documentary. <laughs> <laughs> just Steve Irwin. Yeah, bro. Um, I don't know. I can see I, it. I'm pretty happy about this news. I'm very happy for yeah, Michael and Brian huge. For, for being able to... Again, like, it seems like they've always been held back by um, big... people trying to steer them in other directions. That's exactly why they jumped ship with Netflix mm-hmm. is because of creative differences. And now they're like, we have free reign. So, big, exciting news. There. Mm-hmm. Yeah, definitely. And that kind of transitions into TV since it also... Yeah, that, television. So. Yeah, real quick, Raya mm-hmm. is going to be $30 for premiere yeah, access on Disney+. Yeah, oh, I'll just watch with, like, a couple friends, and we'll split the difference. You, you know what, though? Soul wasn't, which I think, which is what threw me off. Yeah, yeah. I think it originally, well, I thought it originally Soul was might have been, like, too. a Disney Plus original type thing. I don't it was supposed to come to theaters, and they just put it for free. They just put it oh, for weird. free. Well, not for free, because you're paying for the service, but yes. Right. Anyway, yeah, I just, that's where I was thrown off. Mm, gotcha. Well, I'll keep my TV kind of quick. Uh, <laughs> Walking Dead's back, and I'm excited. Um, but if you're not a Walking Dead fan, there's probably no reason to be excited. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, I don't know. First episode was slow. I'm ready for the rest of the season. I'm sad that I only have one episode. I wish, <clears throat> so I kind of realized today, literally, that I had more Walking Dead. I was like, I'm going to watch it. And I kind of wish I would have waited a week. Slow start to the season, but it's fine. Uh, and then I've been watching Demon Slayer, and I'm nice. on episode three, and I'm still waiting for it to get good. But I want to trust everyone because it's like one of the best, like well doing. You're animes. only on the third episode. I think it's going to pick it's, up. It's going to pick up. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, there's a lot that's got to happen still. Yeah. Um. But it's it's, it's weirdly. I like that. Yeah. The tone is weird. It's very, like, intense at times, and then very goofy at times. Mm -hmm. I'm like, what am I watching? (laughs) But I'll keep going. Sorry to people who are big fans, because I know a lot of people are. Mm -hmm. Um, Yeah, the anime is huge right now. Yep. Um, What have you been watching, LJ? I am also watching an anime that is very huge right now, um, because of the manga. Uh, It is called Jujutsu Kaisen. And yeah. I'm excited. I was excited because uh, my buddies from work were telling me about this, and I was like, "Man, I need to get Crunchyroll." But then I forgot that HBO Max has like a Crunchyroll. Like Crunchyroll puts out stuff on HBO Max as well, like not as much. Oh, okay. But um, this was also on the, on HBO, and I was like, "Oh, cool! I get to watch this without paying for another subscription." And it is kind of like what you were saying about Demon Slayer, but it is much mm-hmm. more on the goofy side of things. And then the serious okay. side of things, they make all these modern references, which is hilarious. Like, you can tell, like, it's a newer anime because of that. Uh, it's just all these pop culture references that I would never expect to hear about in an anime. Like, they literally make a joke saying, like, oh, I thought I was going to learn a Kamehameha or a Rasengan or a Spirit Gun or, so- or something like that. Like, <laughs> I was like, this is amazing. Because um, it's, like, deep cuts like that. And then... Huh. Uh, there's other references uh, that I, I don't want to give away because they're very good, um, which you're like, 
how do they have the rights to even mention that or to even show that kind of a thing? Um, okay, that's cool. It's a, it's like a horror oriented anime. It's a, it's a, it's very much a shonen. There are these characters that have like cursed powers. Uh, the main character, obviously, he has this inert like thing in, inside of him that's like, like you know he's going to be powerful, but he's not at the moment kind of a thing. Just okay. like a particular shonen. Um, it's pretty good. I'm really liking it. Uh, so, I recommend it. Cool. Mm-hmm. And we've all watched WandaVision at this point. <laughs> I don't think we can say anything. Uh, so, are we... We can cut this out if not. We're going to next week record a WandaVision spoiler podcast. Depending Final thoughts? We, depending on how we feel. I'm okay with it, but yeah. It, <laughs> sounds, it sounds like it can use more discussion. Non-committal. Yeah. Okay. Cut it, we'll cut, cut that then. Okay. Yeah. There might be one. Uh, <laughs> we'll see how the pledge drive goes. Um, but yeah, I, I don't think at this point we can really talk about WandaVision. I mean, we're still going to do one, right? It's just not We're like, still going to do one. Not, it's just a not next of, week. It will be next week. It, okay. Or yeah. it will be potentially later. But yeah. Okay. if we're all in good spirits, depending cool. on, you know, after the pledge drive. Right. All right. Well, we'll get into the TV then. Uh, mostly Paramount Plus stuff. So I'm going to not go with Paramount Plus. (laughs) Uh, There is a G.I. Joe spinoff. They worded it so strangely in the article. They called it a standalone spinoff. It's it's standalone, but it's connected? That doesn't make sense. But it is connected to the (laughs) G.I. Joe universe uh, called Lady J, which I'm assuming is a G.I. Joe. uh, And Adrian Palicki. uh, I think I'm saying her last name wrong. Uh, is going to be Lady J. And she was Mockingbird in Angel Shield. I think she also was supposed to be like Wonder Woman in a TV show that got canceled. Um, I don't even think it made past the pilot forever ago. Hmm. Nice. Uh, so that's all really cool, but I don't know what G.I. Joe universe is anymore. Like, are they, is everything canon that they've made? Because I have no idea. I'm not. It's that so big weird to think 10 Joe years fan. of movies. Even though I did buy the Fortnite Snake Eyes skin, I was stoked that it was there, but I'm not a G.I. Joe fan. It's just, like, almost 15 years of movies, yeah. I feel like. I mean, um, there's only been a few. I mean, there's been some animated ones. I think there's two. There's a, yeah. Is there three? There's two live-action ones. Okay. Are there shows that are, like, connected? There were some shows back in the... Well, so that's also weird, because, like, it, it's one of those things that's, like... There's there there is lore for, for GI Joe and like the cartoon and all the toys and stuff, but then there's right, the, the movie, and then the comics I guess too. There's probably comics. Um, so I assume that the universe means that all the movies have come out, and there's a Snake Eyes movie coming out. Oh yes, that I assume that's where it's probably going to be movie related. See, and that's what I want to know. Like, is that its own spin? Like, is that a new reboot universe, or is that going to be part of the weird Dwayne Johnson? uh bruce willis universe i don't know that's supposed to come out actually pretty quick here in the next year or two yeah i don't know what gi joe is anymore um i don't think anybody knew it was in the first place amazon prime uh (laughs) could be cool prime is coming in with some with some heat lately yeah i'd be willing to check that out (laughs) and then we'll go into paramount plus a couple of different things happening kind of on different spectrums first of all rugrats reboot which I'm excited about. I don't know if I'll actually watch any of it, but uh, I saw a one-minute trailer, and it made me feel so nostalgic. <laughs> um, same voice actors. 
And the animation actually looks pretty good. Yeah, it reminds yeah. me of... Oh, go ahead, Charlie. I was just going to say, I feel like I've heard some people not be excited about it, but I feel like it's not... Like, you always want to be wary if you're going from 2D to 3D animation, but honestly, mm-hmm. I think it fits... But I yeah. was, I didn't watch that much Rugrats growing up, so I'm not that attached. I did a lot. <laughs> yeah. Um, the animation reminds me a lot of the N64 game, which I know is really weird. Uh, but Rugrats Paris was a movie that came out. They made an N64 game <laughs> that was just um, you were at a theme park and it was all mini games. Huh. But I loved that game as a kid, um, <laughs> and so for some reason that made it like awesome to me. Uh, your imagination fully realized yeah i prefer this 3d type animation than i would um like the thing they did to scooby-doo where they made it look like uh i don't know modern day animation yeah it was very uh, yeah scooby-doo while i kind of enjoyed the movie that was very generic like 3d animation oh that's not what i mean though there was a scooby-doo that came out that looked like i don't know any of those disney shows uh what huh Hold on. Okay. What is... There's a camp, and there's kids, and they have really big round eyes. Oh, are you talking about, like, a pup named Scooby-Doo? That one? No. Is it when they're kids? No, there's a Disney show about that, where they're at a camp. Oh. Gravity Uh... Falls? Gravity Falls. There's a Scooby-Doo that looks like Gravity Falls. Huh. Okay, I'm not following, but go, go on. Either way, I'm glad they didn't do that to them. Okay. Um. Yeah. I thought you were talking about the movie Scoob. No, no, that stuff. That's what I'm saying. Is like I don't really mind that. Yeah. Um, it's when they like completely change the designs to the weird new animation styles that are terrible. Hmm. I'll send you guys a picture later. Show you what I'm okay. talking about. <laughs> uh, and you'll go ew, gross. All right. Similar to uh, another good example would be uh, Thundercats. Oh, like a Teen Titans Go. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I get, I that's get what, what you're I saying. Hate. Cool. Okay. <laughs> okay. I see what you mean. I found. Okay, I found. I'm it. not connecting it the reference itself, but I see what you mean now. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> so I don't want them doing something like that to Rugrats or right. other. I'm more okay with the 3D than I am that. That's what I was trying to say. Right. Okay. <laughs> Listeners are like, okay. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Super confused. That was probably a better example would be the uh, Thundercats. Yeah. And they literally turned it into Gravity Falls. Thundercats Roar, Teen Titans Go. That's right, yeah. Terrible. Yeah. Um, And then our last bit of news for the Halo fans that want the show to finally come out. Um, Still don't have a release date. But it's coming to Paramount Plus now uh, instead of Showtime. And it is back in the works. So you will get the show eventually. This frustrates me because, like, Paramount Plus was a thing I thought I was okay not caring about. But when this, comes, gonna... <laughs> when this comes out, I'm going to be like, you know what? I'm going to maybe get a trial so that way I can watch this. And yeah. I'm already pretty loyal to, like, HBO Max now, too. Like, HBO Max was a service that I did not expect to enjoy so much or use a lot. And I have. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, at this point, I do not need another service. <laughs> the first cast photo for this show. Well, first of all. There is a movie that was canceled over a decade ago. Yep. But the first cast photo was released almost 16 months ago. Yep. Oh. Wow. That's when we were right. talking about 
That's been yeah. a lot longer, but then 2020 was like two years on its own. So. I know. Oh yeah. my gosh. That's, a... <laughs> uh, that's just crazy. Like 16 months ago was our first like, like official it's March thing. already? Oh, it's always been March. Yeah, it never Still happened. March. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, so yeah, I don't know. That's cool. I don't know about it being on Paramount Plus, but I'm just waiting for my, you know, $80 package of all these different streaming services. <laughs> yep. And then cut cable forever because I'll have everything I need right there in my my streaming that's, services. That's what I've already done. I have. I don't pay for cable. I have Hulu Live, which I only have it because my parents like still watch stuff like that. HBO cable. HBO Max and um, Disney Plus all on like one thing on one bill. So like the vision is there. Uh, yeah. It's unfortunate. Yeah. It's it's. We're gonna get there. It's a scary future. <laughs> Anyways, we can get out about anything else this week? Not really. Just the pledge, pledge drive. drive. Yeah. Yes. Remember, pledge drive is 5 o'clock Pacific Standard Time yeah. on March 5th. 5 at 5, unless you're in any other time zone besides Pacific. <laughs> um, but yeah, come hang out with us. LJ, where can they find you at? You can find me on on Twitter and everywhere else on the internet at WarheroLJ and streaming on the Geeks Under Grace Twitch channel, twitch.tv slash Geeks Under Grace. Cool. And you can find me... Nope. Shelly, where can they find you at? You can find me on Twitter at TheShellShock24. <laughs> you can find me streaming Tuesdays at uh, twitch.tv slash Geeks Under Grace. And you can find me on Instagram at Cody Armour. Keep gaming, keep praying, and God bless. Bye! We hope you enjoyed this episode of the Geeks Under Grace podcast. We love hearing from you, so feel free to ask us questions or just comment on the show by using the hashtag GUGCast on Twitter or by joining the GUGCast questions channel in the Geeks Under Grace Discord. If you like this episode, consider leaving a review or rating of our show on your favorite podcast app. If you want even more Geeks Under Grace, you can always go to geeksundergrace.com. We love you all so much, so thank you for listening.